Hello, everyone. This is Ray Renati. Thanks for tuning in to Green Room on Air. That was Carly Ozard, my friend, singing her disco version of Bridge Over Troubled Water by the fabulous Simon and Garfunkel. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. That's right. I've come to talk with you again today. Isn't that cool how I just did that? <laughs> I have uh, this sort of friend, acquaintance, named Carell. He has a YouTube channel, and he used to be a radio personality here in San Francisco. And the other day, he sang an entire impromptu musical theater tune on his, uh, on his show. It was quite fun to listen to. Go check it out if you have a chance. Carell Cast. It's on YouTube. And uh, on all of your podcasting platforms. Today, I want to talk about uh, a couple of things. First is, and I'm so excited about this, I, I can't stop watching it. It's something on YouTube. It's a channel on YouTube. The originator, his name is uh, Mark Laita, L-A-I-T-A. And it's called Soft White Underbelly. Now, what he does is he interviews people uh, on Skid Row in Los Angeles. Prostitutes, escorts, porn stars, drug addicts, abuse victims, pimps. All the people that most of us never are exposed to. He interviews people from Appalachia. One of the most popular videos he's done is the interview of a family, an inbred family in Appalachia. That is worth the tuning in on its own. Go check it out. Soft white underbelly and look for Appalachian inbred family if you want to see something amazing. If you ever saw the episode of The X-Files called Home, you will find it quite creepy. Don't let me uh, confuse you here. He is not trying to make these people seem creepy. What he has done is something amazing. He is cataloging the lower... What, what would I call them? The wretches of society? That, I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean the people who are ignored. The people who are left to live on the streets and society just leaves them there. And it's a huge problem now, as we all know, the homeless problem. <clears throat> and he is addressing this with these videos. His interview style is so non-threatening that these people open up completely. And he also pays them something. And so for the drug addicts, especially, that's a huge incentive. Now, Mark is a professional photographer and has been for years and uh, is quite sought out and well known. So in addition to the videos, you get these amazing uh, portraits of all these people in the thumbnails of the videos and also 
during the interview, he'll switch to the portrait and scan from head to toe on it, and it's quite uh, moving. It's interesting to see these people talking live, and then all of a sudden, in the middle of the interview, you see a black and white portrait of their a moment in their personality, and it's uh, it's nothing short of surreal. He has been getting so many hits now on YouTube. He has, he has, let's see, 294,455,492 views. Amazing. He's just as amazed as everyone else. Soft white underbelly. Uh, you need to check, check this out. As an example, um, his last episode, which he just, and he does a ton of them. Uh, he does a ton of episodes, and this last one he just uploaded ah, a few hours ago, and it's a prostitute on Skid Row in Los Angeles. Her name is Girly Girl. Not only is she a prostitute, and this, I believe, is her second interview with him, she's also an amazing poet, truly amazing poet. And one of the, one of the things I find so incredible with these interviews is that these people who most of us think have no redeeming qualities. They have life stories and experiences that you just cannot believe when you hear them. And in addition to that, I am constantly amazed at the intelligence of so many of these homeless people, even the people who are strung out on drugs. Many of them. Many of them were the top in their class in high school. So many ex-valedictorians on Skid Row, on drugs, have become prostitutes. And it's mostly because of child neglect, child abuse, sexual abuse. He always asks them about that in a very, very non-threatening way. And... Many, many of them always say, oh, yeah, my childhood was great or fine. And then they go to tell you about their childhood, and it was absolutely horrible. I, it's very rare that you find someone who didn't have problems, even if they deny it. Big ones. Big ones. Uh, it really makes you open your eyes to the world and the reality of what these people are going through. We really need to help these people as a as a country, we can't just leave them there in their tents and sleeping in doorways and having nowhere to go to the bathroom and having to crap in the damn gutter and on the middle of the street and no dignity whatsoever. We need to help these people. Now, some of them say they don't want help, and that's because they're addicted to drugs. Now, one of the things that um, one of the things that he does, Mark, that's really good is uh, he he helps. He offers to help, I believe he offers to help all of these drug addicts get into rehab. Um, he helps pay for it. Uh, he has a, a GoFundMe page, uh, Patreon. He uses his own money. He really is dedicated to helping these people. And recently, recently, he got together with a social worker, and this woman is a saint. Her name is Lima. 
she's a social worker of some kind, and there was a young girl named Amanda. And Amanda was the most, seemingly, the most unredeemable person that he's interviewed. You would never believe that she could be rehabilitated in a thousand years. This poor girl uh, suffered from paranoia, she had bipolar disorder, and she was strung out on crack all the time. He had interviewed her four or five times before Lima got involved. Lima, somehow they got together. Lima asked Mark to provide him with one person that she could rehabilitate, and she chose the most difficult. He said, well, here's the one that I think is the most difficult and the person that is unrehabilitatable, if that's a word. And uh, she chose that person. And the last interview is incredible. Amanda has now been in rehab for, I think, a year. It's as if it's a different human being. Um, Lima is absolutely sure that there is nobody on this planet who is not uh, able to, uh, who is not able to be helped and brought back into reality and a productive and happy life. Uh, you have to listen to this woman, Lima. Uh, just search Lima on soft white underbelly. I mean, if ever there is a reincarnation of uh, of some saint of some kind, uh, she is it. Wow. This woman is amazing and so dedicated to helping the the people who seem beyond help uh and in such a selfless way i i moved when i listened to her and she's such a young and beautiful i mean inside and out young woman i it's as if maybe she's one of those aliens you know that you hear about i don't know i just don't know so check it out, Soft White Underbelly. Soft White Underbelly, Mark Leita. I'll put a link in the notes for you. The other thing I want to talk about today, yesterday, we, my wife and I, and a couple of friends went to uh, San Francisco to see the Immersive Van Gogh Experience. What is the immersive Van Gogh experience, you may be asking yourself? Well, let me, let me tell you. Uh, now, in San Francisco, this is done in the old Fillmore West building. It's a West Coast premiere of the immersive Van Gogh exhibit, who the people, the creators of which came from... Uh, Paris. This was seen in Paris by over two million people and is still drawing huge crowds in Toronto and now in San Francisco uh, and in other cities throughout the country. It's an experience uh, of art like I've never seen before. There are 300,000 cubic feet of of projections, beautiful projections, which animate Van Gogh's uh, 
all of his uh, his major works, hundreds of them. Um, you can wander through the beautiful uh, giant room here that used to be Fillmore West. Um, the images are just so moving and mesmerizing. You see all of the detailed brush strokes, the beautiful colors, the yellows, the blues uh, that he used, the genius of Van Gogh. When you look at these rather simple paintings, like the self-portraits, you see the brush strokes, but you also see the soul of Van Gogh. When you look at these paintings, you look at his eyes. To me, that's that's what a masterpiece is. When you look at the the work of art, and each time you see it, it's as though you see something new, and, and there's no limit to what you can learn from it. It's as if it, there, there are an infinite number of lessons to be learned by staring or experiencing the work of art. And you, you experience this, I did anyway, over and over again yesterday at uh, this display. Now, when you walk in the room, you're completely Im immersed on all four walls with his works, and they're animated, uh, and they're, they're interspersed with landscape, moving landscape uh, film, video, uh, although most of it is all of his works, and everything moves. It's so hard to explain. I'm doing the best I can here. Uh, it's just astonishing, and the, and the scale is breathtaking, and the musical scores are just beautiful. Just beautiful. There's original music, classical music. It's something that you must not miss. You must not miss this. I think it's going to be in San Francisco th until September this year. 2021. I'm going to go again because yesterday I spent my whole time just figuring out how to deal with what was around me. It's so kind of uh, overwhelming in a way. Um, I found myself wanting to take pictures, video, record the music. And then at the end, when I was getting to the third time through, I uh, listened. I just sat in a chair and veg vegetated and let my mind stare, and it became a sort of meditative moment. So I want to go back and just do that the whole time. I believe the whole the whole thing lasts about 35 minutes. But you can stay there for your whole allotted time. Uh, you buy a ticket, and you can stay there for a couple hours, I think. So you can watch it a bunch of times. Although you should probably rest your ears because the music's pretty loud. Although it's not, it's such high quality music and such uh, such a high quality recording that you're not going to feel like you're getting blasted by the music. It's just uh, probably the decibels might not be good for your ears for more than a half hour uh, without resting or an hour. But yeah, check it out. The uh, at the Van Gogh exhibit in San Francisco at the old, uh, the, the formerly old uh, Fillmore venue. 
I really, I really think that Van Gogh now is my favorite painter. It used to be Picasso, and I love Picasso. But the thing about Van Gogh is that you feel as though you are peering into this man's psyche every time you look at one of his works. I don't get that necessarily with Picasso. With Van Gogh, it happens all the time. I think that Van Gogh once said that he paints his dreams. And that's what it looks like. Uh, and sometimes his nightmares, I'll have to say. This poor man who was so tortured much of his life, I believe. Although he did party a lot, apparently. So maybe that's, he, that's why he was tortured. Maybe there's some speculation that he had syphilis, that he actually wasn't... Uh, wasn't bipolar or paranoid or anything like that. He actually, actually <laughs> suffered from syphilis, which I think could be true. And one of the amazing things is he didn't start painting until he was 27. He tried all sorts of careers to make his father happy, apparently, before that. And he finally just gave up and did what, what I guess he intuited he would be great at, which is art. And thank God he did. Thank God he did. So if you get a chance, go see the, the Van Gogh exhibit in San Francisco. All right, folks, that's it for today. I'm going to uh, head out for uh, a weekend up at, uh, on the beach. Thanks so much for listening. Um, the website for this show is greenroomonair.com. You can also listen to this podcast and on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. I really appreciate uh, everyone who listens. And if you like this, tell a friend. And if you can, please give me a, a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you listen to your, your podcasts. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, that's it for today. And until next time, my friends. My dear, dear friends. Oh, one other thing. I have a, uh, a YouTube channel, Green Room on Air. Just look up uh, Green Room on Air with Ray Renati on YouTube. There are some live videos there, some, uh, some just the recording of the podcast, some video recordings of podcasts where I also had audio recordings. I, I'm experimenting there to see what I want to do. But uh, I'm working on it, and, and I'm having a lot of fun. So check that out. Green Room on Air with Ray Renati on YouTube. Okay, everybody. Until next time, next week. Unless I get inspired and do one sooner, do a, a, one of these shows sooner, I will, uh, I will see you. Where will I see you? I will see you, as always, on the boards. Peace, my friends.
Till I'm